Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Top Stories, I am Andy Zaltzman. Now, Britain's long and messy divorce from Europe was just beginning in May 2013. It was issue 234 of the Bugle, still some three and a bit years out from the referendum, but we were coming to terms with the United Kingdom Independence Party and making ourselves familiar with one Mr Nigel Farage. Here I am to discuss this uh, gentleman uh, with Mr John Oliver. Top story this week, Britain and Europe sitting in a tree, (laughs) F-I-G-H-T-I-N-G. And Britain had its local elections uh, this week, which was obviously huge news around the globe. Uh, (laughs) Damascus, rebels and Assad loyalists both laid down their arms to huddle around radios, hoping to hear the exit polls from Gloucestershire. Here in the US, Andy, I'm sure you can imagine, it was wall-to-wall coverage with the president being kept in constant touch with the results coming in from Dagenham South. Uh, This... This time, though, there was relatively big news coming out of the elections, with UKIP, the UK Independence Party, making huge gains to the joy of Eurosceptics and the dismay and slight embarrassment of everyone else. (laughs) There is something about UKIP which taps into some of the worst sides of the British character, (laughs) or the best sides of the British character, as some of the worst people in Britain would argue. (laughs) UKIP is a political party run by men who look like they were from a different time in British history. <laughs> Nigel Farage, is it Farage? Farage, yes. Farage. Farage. He looks like he should be sitting on a porch in India with a rifle on his lap, <laughs> wondering which endangered species he should go and shoot next. <laughs> Fetch me another cool glass of water, Rajiv. I'm going to need to be hydrated when I shoot another tiger in its stupid tiger face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he does have a kind of permanent half-grin, Nigel Farage, Mm. of someone who is constantly surprised that he is not being punched in the face by someone. (laughs) And I can tell that, John. Justifiably surprised, Andy. (laughs) Justifiably, because I know that. I know that look, John, because I was a real dick when I was younger, and uh, I'm slightly less of a dick now, so it doesn't surface quite so often. But I recognise that look when I see it. Well, you can basically sum up UKIP's 
policies like this. Ah,、uh, Britain is an island, and、uh, if too many foreigners stand on it at one time, it will sink. Also, you shouldn't even be looking at her, or, or, or you, you will make Britain dirty with your eyes. Also, why doesn't everyone treat us like it was three hundred years ago? Things were so much better back then. For us, obviously, not necessarily for everyone else. That's not the point. The point is, Britannia rules the waves. God save the Queen. Oh, Pippa. <laughs> That's basically UKIP's policy positions in a single meandering sentence,、uh, and the、uh, already muddy waters have been、uh, further muddied by the intervention of a couple of、uh, senior conservatives,、uh, Nigel Lawson,、uh, one of Thatcher's chancellors, and Michael Portillo. Have both suggested that Britain should withdraw uh, from the EU. Uh, I think withdraw from Europe as a continent. In fact, maybe just.、Uh, mm-hmm. As、uh, I believe we suggested in a live show years ago, John, just、uh, withdraw from the planet Earth. Maybe just rockets in all four corners of Britain and fire ourselves into a slightly superior orbit, so we can look <laughs>、yeah. down and say,、oh, "We are Britain. Good day to you." Exactly. Exactly. It's something about orbit which only gives you the kind of high ground, <laughs> the intellectual high ground that we're claiming anyway, to feel physically aloof as well as intellectually aloof. Uh, but yet, yet you're right. With the intervention of uh, uh, Lawson, in, in particular, the ex-chancellor of the Exchequer under Margaret Thatcher, and of course, father to Britain's favourite softcore pornographic chef, Nigella Lawson. <laughs> oh, Nigella, you can make my souffle carefully rise any day.、Uh, anyway, the intervention of him and Portillo has made these more fringe anti-European views more mainstream. And uh, uh, Lawson argues that. We were, Britain would instantly save eight billion pounds in money that's spent in annual membership fees in Europe. Money that could be spent on building a time machine to take Britain back to the 18th century when we were truly happy. I will say though, an eight billion pound membership fee does seem a little steep, Andy. Should we not all be getting some? At least free gym memberships to the EU in Brussels for that. Maybe some discount croissant, or you know, a free tote bag. Something to make us feel like we're not being completely ripped off.、Uh, Nick Clegg, who、uh, the Liberal Democrat leader, Deputy Prime Minister, big Europe fan, massive Europe fan, but even he said we need to reform the European Union to make it more transparent. Because currently the EU as an organisation is about as transparent as a brick in a stagnant pond with a hippo shitting on it. And <laughs> Win. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! You don't say a sentence like that and then continue with another sentence. That's like going out to a high-end gastronomic spectacular meal, Andy, and having the chef put in front of you saying, "Eat that in one bite and then、uh, drink this pint of milk." No, no, Andy. Okay, we'll just let that float across, let, across let, the channel. Let it digest. That was a beautiful sentence. Now,、uh, but we in Britain, we tend to be pretty suspicious of anything that comes from across any of the seas surrounding、mm-hmm. our holy island, unless we have personally occupied, subjugated, stolen, or shot it. And we've never really <laughs> taken the EU to our hearts,、uh, which I think is a bit of a shame, John, because you know I'm a real fan of the concept of Europe as a continent not slaughtering millions of its own people in avoidable wars every couple of generations. Because I, I, I've really enjoyed the fact that since You and I were born, John. We you know we haven't been expected to walk directly into machine gun fire emanating from people with whom we might reasonably think we have a shared history going back thousands of years. I've enjoyed that. I've, it's opened up a lot of time for my other hobbies in life, which include watching snooker and being called a. <laughs> so,、um, <laughs> but.、Um, 
Now, there is this scepticism, and uh, you know, particularly about things like that we view as kind of you know, kind of adolescent fripperies that you should grow out of, such as uh, human rights and uh, employment rights and things like that. Things that you, you just you can just put on the side, along with uh, you know, kind of over, overly brightly coloured t-shirts. And we want to be independent, John. We want to let our own financial institutions bend us over our own British workbench and yes. spank us with our own claw hammer until we beg for our own British form of mercy. We don't want we don't want to drown in Europe's economic slurry. We've got our own financial cesspit to force our own faces into. So butt out, Brussels. It's Britain's business. Uh, Michael Portillo, uh, another Conservative uh, politician you mentioned, who also, like Nigel Farage, looks like he'd be most comfortable hitting an Indian boy with a stick, uh, also announced his uh, support for Britain leaving the EU, saying, the UK is unhappy in the EU. We do not share its vision, partly because we are not visionary by temperament. Oh, that's (laughs) nice, Michael. We're not visionaries or dreamers of a better tomorrow. We're a stoic people who accept our lot in life and take pleasure in the simple joys of complaining about it all the time. Uh, He went on to say, We're not so easily convinced that the EU is a necessary response to the horrors of the Second World War because our experience of that war was different. Oh, I think I know where this is heading. Uh, We did not endure revolution, dictatorship or invasion. Other countries may look to institutions at the European level because they doubt the durability of national institutions that perished in that country conflict we do not because ours survived well that's great andy so he's throwing in an extra little fuck you over the second world war <laughs> for good measure too ours survived and they are in a truly glorious state as a quick perusal of any newspaper uh, in britain at the moment will tell you now i don't know john you've been out of this nation uh, for uh, what coming on seven yeah. seven years now and, you're coming uh, up coming up andy you know i don't know if when you were here you ever woke up and wondered uh, what the f- could happen to this country. Seems to be lurching right, withering spiritually, cracking under the strain of its own broken political discourse. We're s- the government is currently selling off the legal system to a haulage firm and a supermarket. Wait, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> I think what? It's a uh, no, uh, Andy. I'm accustomed <laughs> to you just telling spectacular lies, and I'm assuming that is one of them. It's it's not. I mean, I don't, I don't have the full facts to hand, but basically, Eddie Stobart, the prominent haulage firm is uh, is taking over <laughs> large parts of the criminal justice system what? What? Um, I think we should go into this in more depth maybe next week it's um it's a kind of story that it's sort of been buried under uh, things like football managers resigning well um, well to be fair that was a pretty big yeah, I mean, that football was, manager sorry, that, I mean that was the biggest story that's hit these shores really probably since the Romans invaded um but it's uh yeah, I mean, everything's just being flogged off in this country. Uh, education is a political punch bag. The poor increasingly viewed as dip- disappointing relics of a bygone era when we had some need for them. And what do they actually do now? The disabled, do they take sugar? And if so, are they going to expect us to f***ing pay for it for them? We have a political elite drawn from exactly the kind of schools I went to. And let me tell you, John, people like me are the last kind of people you want in any <laughs> position of responsibility. <laughs> We're a nation. I think you've, you've proven that, Andy. That's right. You walk the walk as well as talk the talk. We're a nation whose response to uh, minor moral awkwardnesses like mass institutionalised sexual abuse has been to <laughs> kick it under the carpet and then jump up and down on the carpet and the still it top stop twitching. We didn't have enough skeletons in our national closet that it is probably time to start digging up our own patio as well just to check what we've buried <laughs> underneath it. So, all in all, John, go Team GB. Greatest <laughs> nation in the world. But 
on the plus side, the international cricket season begins next Thursday, so reality can go itself for a while. So um, exactly, these are only moments of clarity that yeah. you have to feel, Andy. Sport will anaesthetise you. Relax. Yeah. I think I'm just a little bit overtired and <laughs> irritable. Thank you for listening. Do support what we do at the Bugle by donating via thebuglepodcast.com. If you are listening in Apple, you can just click the button to support us right now. Thank you. Goodbye. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth, Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.